Okay, here we go. The Panda Magazine. He's about to get crazy and wild. Stay for a while. Don't touch a radio dial. The Magazine. Kicking it back. Sports talk. Listen to that and stay tuned for some giggles and laughs. Go. <laughs> Put more on number two on the phone. Yeah, Jimmy, he's uh, right here. Hold on. He's pissed. Yeah. I thought you told me this guy was going to be on the plane. That's the information we got, Jimmy. That's the information we got. I'm going to tell you something. I want this guy taken out, and I want him taken out fast. Or I'm going to stab you through the heart with a fucking pencil. Do you understand me? You got it, Jimmy. <laughs> Welcome to the Planet Mikey Show. And, uh, Jimmy's all business. <laughs> That's right. Dennis Farina. I saw that clip today, and I thought, you know. Oh, that's great. He, Jimmy doesn't fuck around. No. Dennis Farina, dead. Uh, ben Kitchen, alive. Barely. Yeah, just barely. Right, I know. But thanks for showing up. You're welcome. Bill Smith. Thanks. Who, at his age, which is over 50, <laughs> looks and acts 10 years younger. I'm a senior citizen, but you know what? It's weird being the same age as old people. Hey, you know what, though? You, you, you represent very well for that age group. And by the way, yeah. in Mexico, you're, you'd be a senior citizen. <laughs> a senior senior. I had to do a dad joke to oh, start the good. show. Because <laughs> I'm a dad, you know. Four times, at least. Uh, so how you doing, you guys? You good? Doing just great. I don't know what episode this is. It doesn't matter anymore. We don't even have to number them anymore because there's so many, and it's such a wildly successful podcast heard all over the world, worldwide. This could be the first podcast for the rest of our podcasts. Although it's amazing. 61% of our audience is in Massachusetts. Is that What does that tell you? We need more people in Connecticut, in Rhode Island, in Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont, New York. Go ahead, name some other states, guys. Pennsylvania, New Montana, Jersey, California. Fuck Montana. <laughs> I, I know. Well, yeah, I, you know what? I'm moving to Montana. They Why? grow dental floss out there. Not the dental floss farm idea. That, that was already taken. Oh. Uh, it's the fresh air, you know, Times Square, you are my wife, goodbye city life. Green Acres, we are. Dun, 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 dun. I'm Mike Adams, the host of this mess of shit that we throw at you every week. But you know what? It's good, though, isn't it? It's the most accurate it's description of it's this. A, shit. It's yeah. like hanging around with your two best friends, yeah. and none of whom can support you. That's right. Um, we're brought to you by Pro Automotive. And speaking of support, they support my three vehicles with their technological advancement mm -hmm. and their certified uh, mechanicsmanship. Yep. Mechanicsman? Jason Russo. Jason Russo is the uh, proud owner of, the th of all three Pro Automotive uh, locations, Oxford Avenue in Dudley, South Main Street in Webster, and 8 Englewood Street in Webster. I've been to all three of these locations. And uh, if you needed something done to your car, trust these guys. They're great. And uh, you can call Morgan or Amber or go to their website, ProAutomotiveMA.com. Also, they have a slogan, don't they? They have a slogan. And, yes, I use the slogan sometimes in these spots. What you want to hear it again? Sure. If <laughs> Okay. If you if your car what is it? For whatever ails your car, Pro Automotive has the cure. I sound like Snooper and Snooper and Blabber. You remember the uh the Hanna Barbera commercial uh Snooper and Blabber? <laughs> yeah. You remember? Yes, I do. He'd say, Quiet Blam. He'd say, Ah, what are we doing today, Snoop? You know, and he had that little S thing going, the spitting. The bilateral fricative. I also would like to thank our other sponsors at Giacomo's in Melrose, Massachusetts. Giacomo's Melrose is authentic Italian cuisine. And uh, by the way, yeah. 
Richie Talieri also has two fine restaurants called Public Kitchen. One's in um, Reading. I've heard of them. The other one's in Wakefield. And we're going there. It was for a family uh, outing, all of us, <laughs> with, <laughs> with, with our families. They got such a, a great menu. Put the dinner. Let me read the dinner menu for a second to you. You guys hungry listening? Let's hear it. Okay, ready? Asian short ribs. Pot, a pot of, oh, steak tips, salmon, grilled pork chops. Oh, classic mm. baked haddock. New England fish and chips. I'm going there right now after we after we finish this. That's the dinner menu. There's also lunch and you know they, do they do breakfast? No, doesn't look like it. But you know if you come by at six a.m. they could give you a salad out the back door. <laughs> that was left over. Get no, out of here. That's that's public kitchen, and uh, we'll talk more about that in the future. Also for dessert, maybe you could grab a my grandma's coffee cake, the greatest coffee cake in the world, and that's what we did. Nobody that I've ever met that we've sent a coffee cake to has ever said anything but unbelievably wonderful things about that cake. I was at Sudbury Farm Supermarket uh, yesterday, and they have a big My Grandma's display. They do? Yep. You know, no one ever says, I say, how's the coffee cake? They never go, eh. They don't. They go, oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, really. Yeah. Every single time. And this has been going on for 10 years, you know. Anyway, it's prob- probably the reason I'm still 190-something pounds. You look rather like Mike Grandma's coffee cake. You look I just you, you love look good, this Mike. stuff. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, okay. So I got a. Li- okay, this is like a. We do like a complaint department, really, of life. Yep. On this show, don't we? Sure. We we talk about stuff and then we complain about it, and it's like, and they whoever we complain about, they deserve it. Usually, yeah. Of course they do. Yeah. Have I name somebody I've complained about on this podcast that didn't deserve it? Me. Bill? Yep, that's right. Aside yeah. from you and Bill. <laughs> Buddy Buddy the dog. But I never complained about Buddy. Nah, I don't know. I love nah, Buddy. I don't know. Uh, you know, I mean, did, like if I complained about him in the old days, I don't care, give a shit about Mutt anymore, but when I used to complain about him, he deserved it. <laughs> and, and Minahan, all those guys, they're assholes. Well, they don't deserve it now. How do you know? I don't. I don't listen to him. Do you? Uh, Seth Moulton. Let me mention him for a second because he's. You know what he. You know he's a dope. He's a Massachusetts guy, right? What do you do now? He just says dumb shit. All right, here's what he said. He said, "You know this deal on this de- debt ceiling." And by the way, it's not a ceiling. A ceiling is an actual firm piece of something over your head that stops whatever progress you have when you jump up in the air. It's not a debt ceiling. It's limitless. It's infinity. It's the sky. It's the moon. It's the universe. There's never going to be. When was the last time the debt ceiling went down? Uh, never. Never. So why do they call it a ceiling? You know? It's not a ceiling. It's bullshit. But he said, uh, not increasing, not, to, not pay, telling your, it's like telling your credit card company you don't want to pay your bills. Yeah, hey, you know, douche I got news for you. You don't have a credit card that has unlimited credit. Nobody does. How much do you suppose the illegals are, uh, you know, the open border, how much do you suppose that's costing us? Maybe we should stop funding that. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah That'll yeah. save us a bundle right there. Now, can they can they collect, uh, can they get SNAP benefits, the illegals? Oh, they get everything. You get, they get cell phones now. They get everything. And they're kicking the vets out of these great hotels that yeah. are owned by some Iranian guy. That really pisses me off. And up. they're putting the uh, at this four-star hotel in, in New York In favor City. of illegal people who broke the law to get here and are, are littering our streets. Kicking the vets out, yeah. They're kicking out people who serve their country. Yep, that's right. Smitty, that's, we got to go picket that shit. But, you know, you tell that to certain people. We they uh, haven't I'll heard, go picket that They shit. haven't heard it on the news. They're oblivious to it, and they think you're nuts. I'm going to picket that shit, and I'm going to send the video to you guys so you can put it on the Internet. To prove I picked you to that shit. Because that's not fair. No, it's not. 
Anyway, that's Seth Moulton. Mm. You know, he's he's probably the most reasonable politician in Massachusetts, he's even also, though he's a, he's full of shit on this. He's a Marine. Why isn't he speaking up for the vets that are being kicked out of the uh, the hotels? Well, meanwhile, well, it's because it, it's not the topic du jour right now. I suppose you're right. Meanwhile, our other two but representatives in Massachusetts, but he's a Marine, Ed Markey, who's a moron, and Liz Warren, who's not an Indian. She's a <laughs> fraud. They raved about Rachel Rollins. They wanted her to get that gig, and, and Joe Biden said, okay, you know, we'll, just, we'll appoint her. Guess what she turned out to be? There were a lot of people cautioning the Democrats, don't do this, she's a hot potato. She's a don't bad person. And sure enough, she lived up to her reputation. Now, here's the Boston Herald's editorial department. Ready? I, I, I actually get that online now, the Boston Herald. Go ahead. It's pretty good. I do too. This is what the Boston Herald editorial department said about Rachel Rollins. <clears throat> Rollins never should have been given the U.S. attorney's job. President Biden was filling this seat with a DA already under scrutiny for being hot-tempered and vindictive. Mm-hmm. He put a political pawn in a cherished job that now has now embarrassed Massachusetts. The White House needs to strengthen its, quote, designated political lead in Massachusetts quickly. That is a person or persons who the party holding the Oval Office is advised to listen to as U.S. senators submit an applicant for a U.S. attorney's post. Mm -hmm. He's got to listen to these people, and people got to speak up. When Ed Markey and Liz Warren say, oh, Rachel Rollins, she's terrific. She sucked, and she was crooked and nasty Mm. and ugly. (laughs) Did I sum that up? Beauty's in the eye of the beholder. (laughs) Well, I don't want to be be beholding that shit. All right, I'm sorry. Am I sounding mean? Yeah, you're getting that All angry right. thing back again. I don't mean to again. be mean. Jesus, Honestly, Mike, but this, she, this woman is an embarrassment. She, she's the one that came out and said, well, you know what? We're not going to prosecute shoplifters. Oh, guess what? Why don't you just give them a green light, call all, the pro- call all the shoplifters and say, you know what? Go for it. That's what happened. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. And she sucks. George Soros funded her campaign and, and but she's basically out. got her in there. Yeah, and, but she's out now. Right. So Nice people. Uh, anyway, uh, the Herald continues, the Bay State is blue and we're paying for it today. The lack of balance is already exposed on Beacon Hill, where the state legislature, dominated by progressive Democrats, looks for every opportunity to make life difficult for businesses and taxpayers. Yep. True. Enough is enough. But not Her- difficult for themselves. No. <laughs> oh, they just keep getting raises. Yeah. Uh, enough is enough, says the Herald. The Rachel Rollins affair should make everyone sick, sick of the one-party rule where checks and balances are too easily dismissed. I, I applaud that editorial commentary. Who, who's the author? And I agree with it. Who's the author? Who authored It didn't that? say. It said editorial staff. Oh, okay. So it's, I think it's a collective. Kind of like these podcasts. For, <laughs> you, for all the three of us, we do this together. We do whatever comes out, comes out. You know what I'm saying? No one, you know, there's no one first in the credits. They don't even have credits. <laughs> Can we get some credits on this show? Roll them at the end on the, the YouTube version. By the way, the YouTube version, we want people to watch the YouTube version because sometimes on camera I do stuff like this. Oh, man. Oh, I've God. got like two pairs I of know. glasses on. You'd think I'd get some readers, you know? No, I know. I know. And it's not even illegal. All right, so I have... Oh, by the way, before we go into the news... Yep. Did you say the news? I was uh, looking at the, uh, <laughs> the at the folks at home. The news. Oh, you were giving them the thing. Yeah. Uh, it's time for the news. Target is removing certain items from its stores and making other changes to its LGBTQ merchandise nationwide ahead of Pride Month. You gentlemen happen to know when Pride Month is? 
June. 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 The whole damn month we got to put up with that. They've got an intense backlash from some customers, uh. including violent confrontations with some of their workers over what? Well, Target declined to say which items it was removing, but among the ones that garnered the most attention were the, quote, tuck-friendly women's swimsuits that allow trans women who have not had gender-affirming operations to conceal their private parts. Every time I think of the tuck rule, uh, you know, I think of, (laughs) like, you you know, uh, Silence of the Lambs when the guy tucks his unit in to dress like a girl and look like, what was the guy's name, Bill? Buffalo Bill? Yeah, Buffalo (laughs) Bill. Uh, The Pride merchandise has been on sale since early May. (laughs) Put the lotion in the basket. Puts the lotion on its skin or else it gets Gross. the hose again. Target, that sounded just like him. I'm a little worried about Ben now. I know. Do you have a big hole dug in your basement? <laughs> no, but I got a suit made of skin. Oh. <laughs> he only wears it at special occasions. Uh, the Pride merchandise has been on sale. Target confirmed it's moved its Pride merchandise from the front of the stores to the back. Did in you? some southern stores after some confrontations happened. Do they explain why they're changing their... Uh, well, Target's Pride Month collection also has been the subject of several misleading videos in recent weeks with social media users falsely claiming that the retailer like is tuck selling bathing suits. tuck-friendly bathing suits <laughs> designed claiming. for kids yeah. or in oh, kids' sizes. Yeah. They were selling oh. them in kids' sizes I so you could be a little kid tucker. I saw a woman. She did a video. She was at Target, and she was holding up infant stuff. That's all, Oh, you know, great. Yes. Yeah. yeah, tuck that little pee-pee, right. pee-pee pipe on, in man. there. <laughs> the move comes as beer brand Bud Light is still grappling with backlash from its customers, angered by its attempt to broaden its base by partnering with transgender influencer Dylan Mulvaney. <laughs> Bud Light's parent company said it will triple its marketing spending in the U.S. this summer as it tries to restore sales it lost because of this one yeah. guy who thinks he's a girl. Doing the well-produced, beautiful, photoed, uh, fake America yeah. ads. Yeah. So stupid. <laughs> Pandering. Okay, now, story number two. The unhinged New York City art professor who held a machete to a New York Post reporter's throat. Did you guys see Sorry, the video? I don't know why I laughed at that. Did you see it? No, didn't see it. The video. This lady. Okay. Her name a woman? is Shalene Rodriguez. She is an angry Fucking lady! Holy she was the one. Shit. She was the one wielding the uh, machete. She came out and they had this pro-life table at this Hunter College in New York City. Yeah. And she came in once. She goes, "This propaganda! You're triggering my students!" And she knocked over all the shit, threw all the shit on the floor. And she was an asshole about it. Oh, it sounds like so she was the only one being triggered. The New York Post went to her door. You know, can you talk to us about this? She comes out with a machete and holds it to the guy's neck <laughs> from the post, and then she chased him down the street. Uh. She kicked him in the shins and she chased after him with a fucking machete. Stable. And this woman's a college professor? She's a professor. Not anymore. They fired her the next day, can which was today. She's fired. How long was she teaching kids? Oh, God. And what was she making them think? Well, uh, anyway, so the, what happened was the Bronx apartment building where she lived, that's where she chased two of the Post, New York Post staffers. She had a v- expletive-laced tirade at Hunter College where she was, uh, the, uh, you know, to the students. And the students are just really kind of, they, they want the babies to, to live, okay? And or she they doesn't don't. want them Who to. Cares? Uh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so she's 45 years old, and she is a bitch. I mean, she is an unemployed <laughs> bitch right now, too. She's, get the fuck away from my door. She came out with a, and hold it to the guy's neck. 
Yeah. Oh, my God. Got to kind of respect that it was a machete, though, right? She said yeah. she was going to chop him up, and she goes, if I see you on this block one more fucking time, you're going to... And then she yelled at him, get the fuck on my, off my block. And she's screaming. She's absolutely mental. So she's clearly not pro-life. Yeah, nice oh. neighbor to have, wouldn't <laughs> right, it? Right, She's not pro-life, no, because she's, if she's going to cut you off and chop you up with a machete, how can that be pro-life? And now... More news. <laughs> I got to get my glasses for this because I printed it in red ink. Why? But, yeah, I've had businesses in red ink before, so I'm kind of used to it. Ready? <laughs> Marijuana. New York's hottest seller is moving from mellow to amorous on its path to becoming a go-to love drug. Ooh. Cannabis products are being infused with aphrodisiacs mm. that could be a what, boon like Spanish in fly? <laughs> and even... And even... Did you hear that? Yeah, it's your... Did you hear that? Not my phone. Wow. And even... A Fucking Bill. It was my phone. was your phone. Who's, who's texting you? Or it's probably, you know, your workplace wanting you to do more commercials. It's that millionaire I know. Cannabis infused with aphrodisiacs is, uh, uh, to improve people's sexual experience. Love beans, they call... Uh, these are edibles f- for arousal. No, put, not, not love beads. Oh, you put them in your mouth? Oh. Don't, don't get them confused with love beads. Love beans. What the, What do they do when you eat them? Well, lo, the love beads are really weird. They make when your you stock pull, grow. <laughs> <laughs> when you pull on them really hard, lurch comes out of the back room. <laughs> That's right. That's the sound it makes. Uh, fast acting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's 35 bucks for these love beans. Beans. Yeah. Now what happens, happens if they make you fart too? What happens when you ingest one? Give us the, the process yeah, here. You probably get a boner or something. I don't know. <laughs> Aside from cannabis and chocolate and vanilla extract and coffee beans, ingredients include Murira Puama extract, yeah. Catuaba extract. I don't know. Good for uh, men and women. Theobromine, Damiana extract, sunflower oil, and ashwagandha oh, organic that, extract. Yeah, ashwagandha. It's so African there you go. shit. We don't even know what this shit is. Ashwagandha is good. How do you know? I uh, but been around. Marijuana is also being used what? to improve athletic performance for some people, fitness, health, and mental alertness. It's what's called the runner's high. Mm-hmm. There's a subculture of runners smoking marijuana before running a marathon. It's the ability to get in the zone faster and longer, according to these people. So marijuana is uh, stepping up and trying to become more of a, I don't know, a cure-all for everything. Yeah, I, people should just smoke your shit, watch TV, and eat some stuff. And now this. By the way, uh, and also in the marijuana story, vapes and concentrates in New York uh, made up 29% of sales. Edibles, 20% of the market. 51% is the, is the loose flower mar- marijuana, traditional pot. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Pre, pre-rolled flower joints accounted for 14%. 37% for flour. So 51% is just, just weed, regular, yep. regular old weed. You know, so... That's an interesting statistical uh, thing there. Yes. Uh, gummies are the biggest seller. A, this is a sad story and a bad story. Have you guys ever been to Guyana? Isn't that where Jim Jones killed all those people? Yeah. Isn't that where that happened? That's right. They're drinking the Kool-Aid? That's right. The story from Guyana. And it is a terrible story. A dormitory blaze that killed 19 children Ooh. in Guyana Ugh. was set by a teenage student who was upset that her cell phone had been taken away. So she lit the place on fire. She did. With thir- people inside. 38 people got out with injuries and stuff. Because the fire was, the place was locked. They lock it up for security reasons. She set it on fire. The kids couldn't get out. 
and 19 of them perished. That's terrible. Uh, her cell phone was taken away from this teenage girl uh, after she was disciplined for having a liaison with an older man. A female student set the fire, said spokesman Mark Ramatar, Guyana's police communications chief. The AP reported that the dormitory had been locked to stop the girls from sneaking out at night. Ooh. Oh. Gouvier told the AP that the house mother had been asleep inside the building and panicked when she couldn't find the keys. She made it out, but she lost her five-year-old child oh, in the fire. What so, happened to the girl who set the fire? Oh, she'll be punished. They may, they may not let her have that cell phone back. So you might be right. Unbelievable. Uh, anyway, um, let's move on to rodent droppings. Rodent? I don't have that. It's somewhere over there, isn't it? No. What happened to it? I don't know. Could you look for it while I'm doing this? Yeah. Mike Adams, the host of the show, is looking for the rodent Well, you know, we, we're a commercially viable podcast now. We have many sponsors, and they're mm-hmm. all fine people, so we have to get to the copy. There we go. <laughs> what do you got there? You got a commercial to do? Just, just real quick one. Is it a commercial? Then I'll go. Then I'll, it is then a I'll do, Yes, it is. Then I'll do <laughs> right. more news. All right, go ahead. <laughs> New England Cable News used to say that all the time, you know. And now, news. Followed by news. Followed by more news. Followed by Sports World. Hey, are you too busy to cook this May? With Factor, you can skip the trip to the grocery store and skip the chopping, the, the prepping, and the cleaning up, too. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes. So all you got to do is heat and enjoy. Then get back outside and soak up the warm weather. Are you looking for calorie-conscious options ahead of summer? Try delicious, dietitian approved calorie-smart meals with around, well, less than 550 calories per serving, which is amazing. Maybe you need an extra boost of energy to support your wellness goals this spring. Try Protein Plus meals, 30 grams of protein or more per serving. It's an amazing thing, Factor is. We offer a delicious, flavor-packed options on the menu each week to fit a variety of lifestyles from keto to calorie-smart, vegan and veggie. And Protein Plus as well. Prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians. Every meal has all the ingredients you need to feel satisfied all day long while you meet your goals. And if you're looking to mix it up, you can add a protein to select vegan and veggie meals if you want. It's your choice. It's all. It's up to you. 34-plus chef-prepared dietitian-approved weekly options. There's always something new to try. Uh, apple cinnamon pancakes. Huh? Mwah! Bacon and cheddar egg bites. Potato bacon and egg breakfast skillet. Or for an easy wellness boost, try refreshing beverage op- op- options like cold-pressed juices and shakes and smoothies. Are you looking to pack in more protein? Conveniently add on f- some filling options like a salmon filet or chicken wings to your Factor meals to support your dietary goals at any time. Now listen, this may get Factor and enjoy clean eating without the hassle. How do you join Factor? Simply choose your meals, get ready, eat them, ready in two minutes, no prep, no mess. Here's your call to action. Head to Factormeals.com slash Mikey50. That's Factormeals.com slash Mikey50. And use this code. It's important because it's going to be worth something to you. The code is Mikey50 to get 50% off your first box. That's code Mikey50 at Factormeals.com slash Mikey50 to get 50% off your first box. What a bargain. All right. So anyway, I've been doing this FanDuel thing. And I had a real rough time with the Celtics. i got to be honest with you, oh, because no man, one had yeah. a good time with the Celtics. Go ahead, yeah. And have you noticed that since legalized betting came into being, the Celtics have been real dicey? Yeah. Well, guess what? What? I made a, some of it back in game f- uh, four. four. 
I made some of it back. And thanks to, thanks to all the fellas, <laughs> all the guys on the table that came through for me to keep my my uh, fatal balance in place. Uh, so here's what you want to do. You want to make yourself a fast break. See, I'm going to throw this in a basketball turn. Yep. To FanDuel during these NBA playoffs because next is when the Celtics win three more games, two more, one, two, three, three, three more games, they're going to play Denver, you know, and the Joker. And there's going to be more games to bet on, which is so much fun. Makes the game so much better when you have money on it, mm. doesn't it? Anyway, new customers can get a no sweat first bet. I say it like this no sweat first bet, uh, up to $1,000. It's one thousand American dollars in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. It's kind of like an insurance policy. So here, here's what you do. So you win you, if you lose. Yeah, well, yeah. you you you're a winner no matter what, even if you are a loser. Yeah, it's just exactly correct. You know, even even Mutt can be a winner because he's a loser. There you go. There's no better place to bet the playoff action than America's number one sports book. It's FanDuel. Now, how do you get to FanDuel? Well, you go to FanDuel.com first of all, slash Boston. To get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's fanduel.com slash Boston. And you can bet on everything baseball, you know, everything. Who's going to win in football this year? It's all right there. And remember this it's 21 plus in select states. Uh, first online real money wager only. $10 deposit required. Refund issued as a non withdrawable bonus bet. It's an expiring 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at fanduel.com slash sportsbook. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas. I'm not doing the Kansas part. I heard Rich Toucher, uh, Toucher and Rich. Yeah. They don't do that whole thing about Kansas. So I'm not going to do it either. Just you go to. You got to do it. No. You have to. Those no. are the instructions. That's go right. to FanDuel, the, do official, it. the official sports betting partner of the NBA. Go to fanduel.com slash Boston and read the thing for yourself. Everybody's entitled to be an idiot. <laughs> That's really good because I've I was assuming that all my whole life. Now did I get to the uh <coughs> to did I get to my other final news story? Yeah, no, you did not. It's about rodent. It's about rodent droppings. And if you don't give a rat's ass about rodent droppings. Rodent droppings do not belong on pineapple cans, bag of pinto beans, beverage holders, or storage tables or on the floor. So when Boston Inspectional Services found the opposite at Los Amigos Mexican Grill, Uh-oh. it ordered the restaurant in West Roxbury to close. Oh. The West Roxbury closure on Friday came after inspectors forced the local Mexican restaurant chain to shut down its spot in Brighton, where they found, quote, multiple reports of a foodborne illness from items consumed at that location. We're talking salmonella. People were getting sick. I knew his brother, Guy Manella. Mm. Salmonella outbreak the, <laughs> connected to the Brighton location of Los Amigos Mexican Grill. That's a sad thing because they're not going to their reputation. You remember when the water overflowed at the the seafood restaurant on the on the the pier in Boston? Mm. Uh, it was the it was the barking crab. Yep. And then they start people started calling it the farting crab yep. or the barking crap yep. because the sewers backed up into the fish tanks. Mm. Remember that? And it ruined them. Yep. They were out of business forever. Well, I'm not wishing that on these poor people here, but guess what? Uh, it's a true story. It's well documented. And salmonella causes fever, diarrhea, and abdominal pain. Mm. And uh, residents who visit the location between May 12th and 18th should check themselves for symptoms or check your underpants. 
The Centers for Disease Control estimates that the bacteria causes about 1.35 million infections and 420 deaths in the U.S. each year. Symptoms usually set in anywhere from six hours to six days after the infection, and they usually last four days to a week. When you have nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Good going, Ben. Ben reminded me we that's, should have that's that. That's perfect. Well done. Ben, ben should be a producer for some major radio show. Oh, it's like he's got the, uh, the aptitude. I really think that's true. I think that's a very, very true thing. So uh, I think I did a, a bang-up job on the news tonight. I did, a, I did the commercials without f- uh, relatively flawlessly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I look good. I mean, I'm a good-looking man. I'm looking at the monitor here. I'm a good-looking guy, honestly. I, I, I don't know how any woman can resist, you know, just seeing me and taking her clothes off and, you know, <laughs> smooching my nebula. But uh, with that being said, we'll get on, we'll get to that in a future in a future podcast. <laughs> yeah, because because Joe and Jerry are standing by, oh. and they have uh, you know that Alanis Morissette is coming to Boston. She's I think she's part of the uh, what's it called that big three day thing whatever it's called the tour something Boston what's it called Boston uh, Calling Boston Boston Calling Boston Calling right. yeah. I think she's part of that. I find the Foo Fighters are the headliners, oh. uh, but I think Alanis Morissette. That makes sense. Uh, so Joe and Jerry asked me in advance with an email if they could sing one of her songs uh, on the podcast tonight to wrap up the show. Yeah. And I said, sure. Oh. I'm all set, Joe. Yeah, me too, Troop. <clears throat> I'm broke, but I'm happy. I'm poor, but I'm kind. I'm short, but I'm healthy. Yeah. I'm high, but I'm grounded. I'm sane, but I'm overwhelmed. I'm lost, but I'm hopeful. Baby! What it all comes down to, true, is that everything's gonna be fine, fine, fine. Because I got one hand in my pocket and the other one is squeezing my unit. I feel drunk, but I'm sober. I'm young, and I'm underpaid. I'm tired, but I'm working. Yeah! That's Sean's. I care, but I'm restless. I'm here, but I'm really gone, Joe. I'm wrong, and I'm sorry, baby! Now what it all comes down to, Trope? Seriously, everything's gonna be quite all right. I've got one hand on my pickle, and the other one is jerking my gherkin, Joe. You made that up. I sure did. You know, Alanis Morissette, in her day, Joe, had big horse teeth and a giant rack. She used to pick her nose on stage and eat it. Cut it out! What it all comes down to is that I haven't got it all figured out just yet, True. Because I've got one hand in my pocket and the other one is picking a booger. Just like Alanis Morissette, True. I'm free, but I'm focused. I'm green, but I'm wise. I'm hard, 
But that's just my unit, baby. I'm sad, but I'm laughing, Joe. I'm brave, but I'm chicken shit. I'm sick, but I'm pretty, baby. Yeah. What it all boils down to, goddammit. Is that no one really gives a shit anymore. But I've got one hand in my pocket, and the other one is yanking my crank, Joe. What it all comes down to, my friends, oh yeah, is everything's just fine, fine, fine. Can you believe it? Because I've got one hand in my pocket, and the other one is picking my dingleberries out of my underpants, Joe. That's TMI. Too much information. Not necessary. 